Praise the Lord. So for the last little while I've been talking to you about growing. J'étais en train de parler sur la croissance. And I'm believing God that we are not just hearers of the word, but that we are doers of this word. Et je crois en Dieu que nous ne sommes pas seulement ceux qui écoutent, nous faisons la parole. And I've mentioned that growing has to do with change. Et j'ai dit que uh, la croissance c'est partie du changement. If your legs did not grow from when you were two years old, they would not be able to carry you now. Si vos jambes n'ont pas n'ont pas grandi quand vous aviez deux ans, ils ne peuvent pas vous porter maintenant. So please understand that whenever we talk about growth, we talk about change. Comprendre que quand nous parlons de la croissance, nous parlons du changement. We said it is possible to grow downward. Nous avons dit qu'il est possible de grandir. So that you are established with a firm foundation. Pour que vous soyez établi avec une fondation solide. So that your roots go deep. Pour que vos racines vont en profondeur. Your roots go wide. Pour que vos racines grandissent. We said it means to be built up, and then we talked about growing inward. And we said that you should take appropriate interest in people. I'm not talking about the interest where you know you are going to get something in return. I'm talking about the interest where you know that this person can never pay me back. And for your information, interest is reciprocal. Et pour votre information, l'intérêt est réciproque. I took interest in a young lady about 20 something years ago. J'ai pris intérêt dans une jeune fille il y a 20 ans plus de 20 ans. Now that lady is taking interest in my health. Cette personne prend intérêt de ma santé. So if you don't take interest in somebody sometimes, they may not take interest in you. Si vous ne vous intéressez pas à quelqu'un pendant un temps, il peut ne pas s'intéresser à vous. Somebody will say that who needs to be the first one. Quelqu'un dira qui va être le premier. I always tell people, when you are the first one, you get the greater blessing. Because the Bible says it is more blessed to give. When you are the first to go, the blessing is great. We talked about having the attitude of Christ. And then this morning, because of time, I want to talk about how do you then grow outwards? Now, I want you to take it that growing outwards just means growing beyond yourself. It can mean growing outwards towards the people in the church. It can mean growing outwards to people without the church. But whatever you do, you cannot just grow inward. Eventually, you need to go outwards. It will be a very dangerous dangerous. That everything the plant only grows down without growing up. It will be a very dangerous farmer. That will be excited that the plant that he has is growing all by with no branches. I remember in those days when I was young. The place I used to live was basically forest. Now, if I mention that place, most of you won't believe it. Because those of you that know a certain place in Lagos, Nigeria, called Okwebi, Okwebi was forest. And there were all sorts of uh, papaya trees there. 
And I remember as a small boy, Et je me rappelle comme un jeune garçon, they will tell you that once the tree has grown so tall and there is no fruit, you cut it down. Quand un arbre pousse sans fruit, coupez ça. They will tell you that that fruit is barren. Parce que cet, cet arbre Meaning that you have to grow outwards. Ça veut dire que vous devez vous épanouir. Have you not noticed that fruit does not grow on the stem? At least for most plants, it grows on the branches. So that is why in the book of John chapter 15, Jesus said, you have not chosen me, I have chosen you. He says that you may go forth and do what? Bear fruit. And that your fruit may abide. There are three parts of that statement. The first part means to go. It doesn't necessarily mean leaving where you are to relocate to another place. It means that while you are still attached to the master, you begin to grow outwards. That is why when you go back to John chapter 15, verse 1 to 4, he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. The branches are still attached to the main stem. So Jesus is saying, I am the stem and for you to be effective, you need to grow outwards. It is when you grow outward that eventually you will bear fruit. Every one of us needs to know that while you focus on, on God and you focus on Jesus, you need to focus on others. I'm going to take time today to explain this. Je vais prendre le temps pour expliquer ceci. It said that you may bear fruit. Vous pouvez porter, pour que vous portiez de fruits. That you may bear fruit. Vous pouvez produire de fruits. It is a given, brother. It is a given. C'est un, c'est un rendez-vous, c'est donné. Anything that grows, tout ce qui grandit, and is blessed must bear fruit. Et qui est béni doit. Deuteronomy chapter 28, it says, Blessed shall be the fruit of your, of your body. Deuteronomy 28, it says, Sois béni le fruit de tes entrailles. When you think about it, Quand vous pensez de ça, because if I call the prayer point now and say, Let's begin to pray, that would be fruitful. Pour que nous prions, si je dis, nous prions pour que nous prions, everybody will pray, but we will pray the prayer in the wrong way. People think fruitfulness is about you. But brethren, fruitfulness has nothing to do with you. Let me step backwards. When you go through scriptures, you will notice that there are certain words that are used and they are translated into English. 
The word that is used, that is translated into English fruit, is the word kapos. I am going to try to define it for you in four or five different ways. Kapos, number one, means something that you have that others enjoy. Let me repeat that. Something that who has it? You. No, no, no. You are the one that has it. But who enjoys it? Let me clear. A fruit is something. Now, let me use myself. People don't like to be used as an example in something like this. A fruit is something that I have that you enjoy. A fruit does not benefit the fruit bearer. Let me give you an example. If you go out there and you see an apple tree, who enjoys the apple? Is it you or the tree? Who enjoys it? You. So is that tree fruitful or not? Is the tree fruitful because the tree is eating of the fruit or because you are eating of the fruit? Let's stop now. Because you are eating of the fruit, right? So the first definition of to be, to be fruitful means that you have something. That something is the fruit that other people will come to you to enjoy. So what it means is that when you pray to be fruitful, you are saying, God, I am praying to be busy. I need this gift so that others can come and enjoy. The Bible says that Jesus went about healing all manners of diseases. How many times did he record that, that Jesus was sick and he benefited from that healing gift? I hope you still like me after this sermon. That's number one. Number two. A fruit is an advantage or benefit that other people get because they came in contact with you. It is an advantage or what? A benefit that other people get because they came in contact with you. I always like asking the question. How many people will wake up in their house and remember you and say, thank God for him? Are you getting what I'm saying? How many people wake up in their house? Not as a Christian duty. That they will wake up and say, ah, our family will not be together today if not because of you. It is an advantage or what? A benefit that others get because they came in contact with you. Number three. It is the satisfaction that your life gives to people. If you notice, majority is centered around others. 
Are you getting it? Si vous remarquez, la majorité est centrée It's centered around others. It is the satisfaction that others, that your life gives to people. Number four. A fruit is when you become an answer to people's problems, their wants, and their longings. When you become an answer to people's problems. Number five. A fruit is simply how your life affects other people. I'll give you very quickly some examples. In the book of Mark, chapter 11, Jesus Christ was going with his disciples, and suddenly he sees a fig tree. All of us know the story, right? And when he saw the fig tree, the Bible says he was expecting to find what? Fruit on it. Now, remember, I told you long ago that the difference between expectation and reality, that gap, is disappointment. So, this is Jesus' expectation. This is the reality of the picture. And Jesus, being the Word Himself, he was there when that picture was created. This is not the reason why you were created. The Bible says the master was hungry. You were created to provide food for people like me when I'm passing. You were created to be a source of comfort for me. He said so that nobody else will be disappointed again. Nobody will eat. And the Bible says the tree did what? It withered immediately. I'll give you two more examples before I go. The Bible tells us that there were plans to wipe out a particular race. And while they were planning, Somebody heard and thought to himself, Who can I tell that will help us? He said, I will tell the wife of the king. That wife of the king is called Esther. And so when they told Esther, Esther thought to herself, Either they kill them or not, I'm alive. Whatever they do to them, it doesn't affect me. He said, but for such a time as this, God has planted me here that my life may be fruitful. She said, you know what? Those people are not eating. They are already fasting. For me to identify with them, I will declare fast. I will not eat. Then after that fast, I will put my life on the line so that other people can enjoy something because of my position. How many people have enjoyed because of your position? Oh, thank God, you are the manager. Oh, in fact, thank God, you are the senior manager. In fact, thank God, you are the very senior manager. 
How many people have you gone out of your, of your way to speak on that behalf? How many people can say that they are in that position because of you? How many people in your organization? Why are they going to let go and you say, Master, give him another chance? Let's talk. Can we talk? How many people in your church will say it is because of you that I stayed in this church? Are we still together? How many people will say that they came to Moncton not only because of your testimony but because of your goodness to them? If you cannot write a list, then you have work to do. How many people will say that their history is not complete without you? Everything is not about going to heaven. Remember, we talked about heaven and hell and all those things sometime ago, right? Yeah, everybody will get to heaven. But the Bible says that He wiped away the tears from their eyes. Because when you get to heaven, some people that you, that you thought very low of, they be the ones that had to come. Parce que quand vous allez au ciel, les gens que vous pensez que vous allez éliminer, elles seront couronnées. In this month alone, don't let's count all the other months. In this month alone, how many people have you mentioned their name to God? Ce mois seulement, combien de gens as-tu mentionné leur nom à Dieu? Your prayer is God bless me, bless my wife, bless my children and nobody else. Pour ta prière, c'est oh Seigneur, bénis-moi, bénis ma femme, bénis mes enfants et pas quelqu'un d'autre. And God is asking, all the blessings I gave you before, what did you do with it? How many people want to marry because they saw your marriage? Are we still together? How many people want to become what you are because of who you are? Oh, you are a lawyer. Praise God. How many people will say, I chose to be a lawyer because of you? Oh, you're an accountant. Glory be to God. But how many of students are looking up to you to say, I am benefiting from his life, I want to be like him? But then if you want to go outwards, you have to look beyond yourself. The Bible says that you shall bear fruit. Thank God for the person that prayed last week after the message. If this is not a message you pray so much at, you go out and what? And do it. Oh, the Bible tells me in the book of Ruth. A woman that had nothing to offer. He said, Ah, Naomi, why don't you, why don't you go? Um, Ruth, why don't you go? Ah, he said, I have seen enough. I have seen enough to know that if you belong to a God, I want that God to be my God too. How many people are Christians today because of you? 
You have been preaching and preaching, but what you are preaching is completely against what you are doing. And then you say, Pastor, we need to continue praying. Don't negate our prayers. So we are praying. But as we are praying, as you are going out, you are doing the exact opposite. So when Jesus says, be fruitful, he says, be full of fruit. How many of you will go to, if you see two different trees, one of them has five Apple, five apples. Another one has many that you can count. Common sense says that you will go to the one with what? With more, right? So when the Bible says, Genesis chapter 1, it says, be fruitful. It means that by the work of your hands, others will eat. Are you not eating of the labors of the heroes that have gone by? Oh, we're in Canada today. Thank God for Canada. Oh, Canada was not better than our country 40 years ago. Some people want to make sure that it is what it is. They are enjoying the fruit of their labor. Oh, thank God. We've been abroad for seven years. What have you contributed to the land where you are? So when Jesus says, go and bear fruit. Let me go to a subject maybe we shouldn't talk so much. If your wife got to your house, is she better or is she worse? As your life impacted her in such a way that the Father will thank you. Let's talk. Let's talk to the men. God forbid if you return your wife to the house. Are you returning her the same way she came, apart from the fact that she has delivered all the children? And the shape has changed. Your wife got to your house. He says, My dear, I have a dream. He said, No, your dream is under my own dream. He says, I have an aspiration. He said, Don't worry, you're a woman. Women cannot have aspiration. In fact, if we ask your wife secretly, will she marry you again? If she doesn't say yes before I finish answering the question, there's a problem. It's not just the woman, it's the man too. When your husband married you, what impact have you made in his life? Are we still talking to ourselves? Can you really say that when it is time for you to die, you say, I made an impact on my husband? 
I made an impact on my you know, somebody people always say. Les gens disent toujours. They say, oh, my husband has changed. Mon mari a changé. They say, oh, my wife has changed. Ma femme a changé. If your husband or wife remains the same person that they were when you marry them, it means you fail. Si ton mari ou ta femme demeure les mêmes personnes quand vous êtes marié, c'est-à-dire que vous avez échoué. I will give you one example. Je vais vous donner un exemple. When I was a young man, quand j'étais jeune, all about me was whatever food I can eat with the least amount of preparatory time. Toute la nourriture que je devais manger devait avoir un certain nombre de préparations. So when I come back from work, quand je rentre du travail, now, some of you know what I'm talking about. You can't cook your stew and put it in the fridge for too long because there'll be nothing to warm it up. First of all, there'll be nothing to keep it cold, then there'll be nothing to warm it up. So when I come back from work, there are these grains that you just sprinkle in water. I won't tell you the name. You sprinkle it in water and then you drink it. But then when you drink it enough, your stomach will come out. It's not a matter of quality now. It's a matter of I am full. And the day that I decide to sprinkle it in hot water, and then I will go and take the stew that I have and I will eat. Brethren, now that I'm married, I can't eat like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, have I changed or not? Yes, I must change because my wife has made what? An impact upon my life. When your wife married you, she used to go to market carrying things on her head. Now she's still carrying things on her head, and she has married you, and you have three cars in your house. Are we still together? So make sure that every day of your life, think to yourself, who can I be a blessing to today? Let's talk about children. How many of your children will be happy to say that God helping me, I come to the world a second time, I want to come to this family again? Not because you are winking to them when they are giving the answer. But because it comes from their heart. To say my father has been a blessing my mother has been a blessing. Are we together? Let us turn it the other way. How many of you also, concerning your children, you from just quoting the scriptures now, you say, this child is a blessing to me. I remember long ago, we were in our fellowship. My children were probably between the four, ages of four and eight. And uh, I don't know about you, in those days we just read the book of Daniel and we noticed that Daniel was here, he was there, he was all over the place. And then when we got to the story of the king that saw the handwriting on the wall, we began to have some discussion. Until one of my children stood up and said, no, that, that is not the same thing. 
Is that for your information? Daniel served under many kings. I was a very proud parent. I came to keep quiet. What does he know? But when I went back home and I checked <laughs> I realized that everybody is ignorant of something. And God help you that it is your child that will show you what you are ignorant of. Especially if you are from my kind of background. Even at the age of eight, that child was what? A blessing to me. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When we got to Canada, and things were hard, I remember one day my wife was sitting. You know why you're just sitting and staring into space? One of the children passed by, put his hand on her shoulders, and said, Mommy, don't worry, everything will be alright. Was that child a blessing or not? Let's talk about one or two more. How many of you will say for sure you have been a blessing to your pastor? But you know that any time the pastor thinks about you, he thanks God for you. And because of the laws of God, I'm not allowed to mention names. So I won't mention names because, uh, you know, God has a way of making sure that we only say the right thing. <laughs> but the question is this. How many of you can the pastor say, help me do this, and the pastor will go and sleep and know that it is done? Combien d'entre vous, le pasteur demandera un service, va dormir et savoir que ça se fera? How many of you will say, I am like her, I am taking the weight off my leader? Combien diront, je prends la lourdeur du poids de mon leader? I like Christians a lot. J'aime les chrétiens beaucoup. In fact, the word we use is love. Le mot que nous utilisons, c'est l'amour. Whenever we don't want to do something, we, we turn it into prayer. The Bible told us that when they went to war, that I think it was Aaron and her, right? What did they do? They lift up, right? Was it in prayer that they were lifting up behind? How? It was physically. And so you say, Pastor, we are praying for you. Oh, Pastor, we are lifting your hand in prayer. Yes, there are people needed to do the work. But then when your leader in your department thinks about you, what kind of emotions come to them? Is it the week that they schedule you that you don't show up? Amen? I see we are not saying amen again now. Maybe I shouldn't have picked this topic. The Bible tells us about a story. All of us know that story. We call it the parable of the rich fool. There is nowhere in that parable that it says that that man was killed because he was rich. The problem with that guy was that he thought only of himself. 
problème de ces messieurs, c'est qu'ils pensaient de lui-même. Oh, my ban has increased. Oh, ma banque, c'était la My salary has doubled. Mon salaire a doublé. I have been promoted. J'ai été promu. Last year, when we asked you to help, the reason you could not help was because your salary was small. Now your salary has been doubled. What is the problem? The Bible says, the guy said, ah, now that my salary has increased, I will change my car. I will change my house. I will change my furniture. I will change my ring. I will change everything I can change. And then the Bible says, that God says, you see, all those things that you are buying, other people will enjoy. Brethren, there's a reason God allowed you to have what you have. Il y a une raison pour laquelle Dieu a permis que tu aies ce que tu as. You better use it for humanity or God forbid, you will lose it. Tu dois utiliser ça pour l'humanité ou tu le perdras. The book of Proverbs says, it says, wealth, riches, they develop wings. Le livre de Proverbes dit, la richesse développe les terres. I won't be able to finish this message today, but I will give you this, this one. Je ne te prendrai pas la mesure de terminer ce message. We were talking recently. Nous étions en train de parler récemment. For those of you that know a little bit of history, in 1993, there was a major, there was a landmark thing that happened in Nigeria. We went to vote, and then they annulled the vote. By that time, I was about to finish university. And then I remember things went on until 1998. 97 or 98, I can't remember. And then I remember. Je me rappelle. That one of the senior doctors then told me that when time comes, we have to go into the street and fight. Quand le temps vient, nous devons aller dans la route et combattre. Thank God I know James chapter 1. Dieu merci, je connais Jésus. 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 Je connais I said, you see, the person that is supposed to be the president, his students are talking on CNN abroad. La personne qui doit être le président, ses enfants parlent sur CNN à l'étranger. I said, let me to go and talk from abroad. Je vais aussi partir pour parler de l'étranger. But here's the thing. Voici le problème. All the rich is. Tous les riches. It has not even lasted one generation. They have gone away. Ça n'est même pas une génération. Ils sont partis. Brethren. Riches don't count. La richesse ne compte pas. What we count on the last day is when people will stand up. Quand les gens like they stood up for Peter. Comme ils se sont les Pierre. When more than 8,000 people stood before God and said, Peter must not die. Quand plus de 8, 8 By the time this one is saying what Peter did, le temps que and this one is saying what Peter did, God said, even though I wanted him to come, but because 8,000 of you are praying, and the Bible says that the first child of having prayer, he said, let Peter stay with you. Remember the woman that died in the book of Acts? 
The Bible says they came and they were showing, see, 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 this is the fruit that you had. How many people will say they came to church looking good because of what you bought for them? Combien de gens diront qu'ils sont venus à l'église bien habillés à cause de ce que tu les as achetés? Mais then there is work to do. Il y a du travail à faire, frère. Maybe it's only me that has work to do, but I know that there is work to what to do. Mais il y a le travail à faire. Stop looking inwards. Ne regarde pas vers toi-même. And start looking outwards. Regarde-toi vers l'extérieur. Go to your place of work tomorrow. Va à ton lieu de travail demain. And say, how can I be a blessing that that person will remember for the rest of their life? Et demande-toi comment est-ce que je vais venir une bénédiction que cette personne se rappellera tout le jour de sa vie. Oh, thank God for our sister that just came back from surgery. Dieu merci pour notre soeur qui vient de la. I'm sure she will remember everyone that visited her. Elle se rappellera de tout celui qui l'a visité. She will remember everyone that took time to come. Elle se rappellera de tout celui qui a pris le temps de pas d'appeler. Brethren, to be fruitful means to be full of fruit. Être fécond, avoir de fruits, veut dire être plein de fruits. As you are full of fruit. You will attract people to yourself. You will attract Christians to yourself. You will attract non-Christians to yourself. The people you want to win for Christ, you attract them because of your fruit. Occasionally we ask ourselves, why is it that it is much easier, it was much easier, so to say, in those, in those days than now? And the answer is very simple. I don't know about other countries. But when missionaries came to Nigeria, on the one hand, they brought scripture. If I didn't go to them because of scripture, I went to them because there was free school. I went to them because there was free health care. There was something else that they offered. Some of you know what I'm talking about. I am a living testimony. Because when I was young, God knows, maybe two or three times a year, I will develop a fever. And God help you in Nigeria. Once you have a fever, it can only be malaria. In those days, they give you injection, your leg will be paralyzed for some time. Before you know what is happening, they bundled me inside the cab. I'm in my house. I benefited from their fruit. Who is benefiting from your fruit? So when you go today, like uh, like a brother said last week, it's not so much of praying. What you need to be fruitful is already in your hand. The knowledge you need to be fruitful is already inside you. I was sad to hear that some time ago that some people were hearing that they were, they were recruiting in the place and they didn't tell the other people. Is that what? Is that the way to be fruitful? To be fruitful, I believe one thing. If God says, I am getting that job, there is nothing anybody, if they can be jumping on in hell, I will get the job. I can tell a hundred people, 
and they can contest for the same job, I will get the job. Will it not be better that if you don't get the job, that one of your life will get the job? And yet, you continue to complain that, oh, unbelievers are taking over. Unbelievers are telling themselves that is where to apply. So, brother, when you live today, start taking account for yourself. And say, what if today is my last day on this earth? Will you be written on your grave? Here goes the taker that never gave. No, they won't write it openly. They will write it inside. That thank God he has gone. That brother he can take. Or will people come to your grave to cry? And say, ah, look at this. He was the one that gave it to me. Look at that. He was the one that did it for me. Look at my family today. It is because of him that we are where we are. I don't understand that. Why don't you just stand by your feet? We sang a song the other day. He says, I have decided to follow Jesus. Jesus came. He did not think. The Bible says, for he thought not of himself, but he thought of everybody else. Brethren, if you have decided to follow Jesus, I'm si telling you the truth, you must be fruitful. Si tu as de Jésus, la vérité, tu seras you don't negotiate it. Tu ne vas pas you don't pray for it. Tu ne dois pas prier pour ça. You start doing it. Tu commences à le faire. The Bible says when Apostle Paul began to pray. La Bible dit quand l'apôtre Paul a commencé à prier. God indirectly said, "Shut up." Dieu indirectement a dit, "Tais-toi." My grace is already there, and it is what sufficient. Ma grâce est déjà là et elle est suffisante. I want you to please stop. Uh, just bow down your head. Je veux que tu inclines ta tête. This time around, you are going to talk to God. Cette fois-ci, tu vas parler à Dieu. Not in prayer about asking. Dans une prière de demander. But he's saying, God, I will change. He's saying, God, I will change. I will think less of myself. I will think more of others. Lord, my story will change. I will be fruitful. The work of my hands will be fruitful. My body will be fruitful. My family will be fruitful. I will be fruitful towards my wife. I will be fruitful towards my husband. I will be fruitful towards my children. I will be fruitful in the church of God. I will be fruitful in my workplace. Begin to mention all those areas.